Hey Emma, what's our bad work story for today? Hi Karina. Well, a client was sharing a story about a recruitment situation. The candidate looked good on paper and the interview was okay, but they felt the references were veiled. And by that, I mean that they were guarded and measured, too neutral. So they decided to say no and wait for a better solution. But their HR partner convinced them to take the candidate on. And a year later, guess what? The person Mm. is leaving the business. Oh dear, oh dear. So apart from the obvious, (laughs) what's the, I'm going to ask it anyway, so what's the bad work story in this? Well, I think the bad work story is that they didn't follow through on their gut feel or intuition about this candidate, and it Mm. ended up costing a lot of resources. I mean, we all know how expensive it is to recruit. Um, You know, it's so high, the onboarding costs, the cost of this leader and their team, and, you know, the candidate in this situation, a nice person, but not a good fit. Mm. Yeah, totally. And I think there is another bad work story in here, which is, you know, what's the relationship between leaders and HR, you know, and the pattern of trust, understanding, and possibly competing strategies, mm, strategic indeed. objectives potentially. But, yeah. Oh, Good well, let's, let's explore both of them. Absolutely. Let's go. So how do we make this good? Well, from the leader's perspective, you know, their learning was to trust in their gut and stay strong around what they, you know, knew deep inside to be the Mm -hmm. right decision. You know, it's a classic head over other intelligence um, that we have as humans. And we all have examples of times when our head has said one thing to us and our gut another. And, you know, how that turned out. I mean, for me, it was saying no to a job that I didn't feel was right for me and very soon after landing my dream job. So, you know, this can work in many areas of our lives. Mm, For sure, for sure. And what would you say to people who say that you shouldn't trust your gut, you know, due to unconscious bias? Well, I'd say that's wrong. You should. (laughs) You know, we can instantly add complex and subtle information to determine what's essential. You know, we have this capability. It's much faster than simple brain processing and what looks right on paper. So it's important to listen. And the other thing is to share what's coming up. So we Mm. often ignore it and, you know, pay for the consequences um, on that. Yeah, I think, you know, back on the unconscious bias piece, you know, my perspective on that is I think there is something in there, you know, in terms of, you know, looking at, uh, and most of the research has been done on, um, you know, like white older men in situations, you know, and if that and, and if that is your background and your interests, you know, where does your intuition or gut you know, take you particularly around, you know, recruitment decisions. But I think what we're really talking about here is the and, right? We're not mm, saying, well, no. I'm you know, here, we're not saying, hey, you know, throw out all the, the really good analytics and just trust your gut. We're, just, we're not saying that. We're saying add it in, right? So from what I got with the story that you've shared, the leader had done all of that stuff, right? Yes. They'd done all the analysis. HR was part of that process, you know. Um, so there's loads of good systems in there, we're assuming. But there yep. was something at the end of it mm. that, that, you know, that leader was going, mm, hang on a minute, this is not adding up. I can't yep. tell you why or what to put my finger on it. Like you said, you know, you, we, you don't know what it really is. Mm. 
But then that's a sign, that's that's kind of a piece of incoming information that we can use to go, okay, so this is another piece of intelligence coming in, right? Absolutely. You know, you know how, how to use that. Yeah, so we're saying it's an and, yeah? Mm, definitely. Definitely, because as you say, the head looked, everything from the head perspective looked good, but the gut was telling something else. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And I think, the you know, the, um, the piece here is, you know, what was the communication then? You know, so like, you know, there's stuff that the leader could do differently. Absolutely. And, you know, and from what I, you know, it's like it's, you know, something happened to them to not trust themselves. Do you know what happened? Like they could have gone, hey, this is super important, but they yeah. didn't. Did they cave? Like what happened? I, th- I think they felt unsure. Like I think there was, you know, definitely that and took advice from HR. I mean, I think the learning is to, to trust and be strong, certainly speaking up. Um, you know, the reality is that, you know, it's it's hard to find people and the recruitment market was tight mm, and still mm, is. Um, you mm. know, we, we, you know, it's almost like FOMO, right? <laughs> the fear of missing out, you know, a warm body is better than nobody. Um, you know, when mm. you've got work to be done and, and you know, and your own yeah. pressure to get, get people in. So, yeah, I think that's really what happened. <laughs> mm. Yeah, and it'd be really interesting to have that debrief with HR. Like, what could they, what they could learn together in terms of their relationship, and you know, like looking at, you know, you know, like what, you know, naming those tensions up front. Mm. Like, hey, you know, I I know you find this frustrating because I'm finding a pause here, or, um, you know, like how do we resolve the fact that. I'm not 100% there yet and we do have these real deadlines. You know, we have issues that we need to solve and, you know, um, needing new resources and workloads and engagement. I mean, everything in that system is interconnected, you know, so I appreciate from the HR perspective that, um, you know, there are, there are real pressures, you know, mm. and, and when a leader kind of comes along and goes, oh, I'm, you know, my intuition's telling me it's not right, they might fr- go, friggin' heck, mm. you know, <laughs> get over yourself. We need someone in that in that position now, you know. Kind Absolutely, of yeah. yeah. So I think there's a, a really good opportunity there to get those issues on the table and use it as a learning, ex- you know, experience for both parties and, um mm. You know, and, and I'd be curious to know if, if they have debriefed and if they have, that would be, you know, that would be amazing. And if you are an HR person out there listening to this and you do debrief this stuff, love to hear from you. And um, mm-hmm. unfortunately, my experience with HR would lead me to say that's not, does not happen often. <laughs> mm. Well, anything to add to that? Yeah, yeah no, I definitely recommend debriefing on how this played out. Um, and, and, you know, this is about building trust in each other and mm. building the relationship. Uh, you know, when we're talking about business partners from HR and, and in the business, then this is really important relationship building stuff, understanding a little bit more about, you know, each other, but also the super sense that we all have. Um, mm. You know, this is team stuff. There's extra information coming from others that we should pick up on. And, you know, I know that even a, a completely different non recruiting situation, I've been in meetings, you know, we did decisions are being made. Um, and sometimes something seems off, uh, you know, and I've voiced my concerns saying that I wasn't sure what it was and Mm. had someone else um, in the team speak up and add the information that I was sensing but couldn't put my finger on. So, um, you know, I think to 
together I'm, we're always stronger and um, mm, yeah, for sure. yeah, that listening in is important. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And maybe this is an opportunity for, you know, for HR to open up around, you know, as you said, those different intelligences that we have and to really honour, you know, how can, how can this person, you know, honour a leader's intuition? You know, mm. like I'm, you know, like a question here, is this leader a, a seasoned, you know, seasoned professional? Oh, absolutely. So much experience. Well, so much experience. So, so there yeah. you go, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, we're not talking, you know, this, this is intuition built over time. Yeah. Which I think is a really interesting yeah, it's piece. It's not something intuition. weird. It's not something weird and wacky. <laughs> no. I mean, this is, you know, a seasoned professional who's yeah. probably hired a lot of people, seen yes. lots of success markers, failure markers, and wanting to, you know, like they're honed, you know, they're, they're on it. Yeah, so absolutely. actually, I mean, and that raises another, you know, like that even kind of for me amplifies this whole conversation. Absolutely. Of, um, you know, and if the decision is with the leader, right, that, you know, who has the D in this, you know, yeah. and if that is yeah. the leader there, then how can, you know, if you're the HR person, how can you honour that? How can you actually say, hey, tell me more? Like, what is this telling you? What we, you know, what is your intuition saying is our next step? How do we slow this down? What other, you know, as you said, Em, you know, more information. Like, you know, mm. do we need to go back into the references? Do we mm. need to kind of highlight any behavioral stuff? Is this a, is this a skill based thing? Is this a trust thing? Is it a cultural thing? Is it might be a, just a pressure thing? Yeah, yep. you know, which is all fit. Yeah. You know? Um, so how do we do that? And I think that skill of being able to slow down and inquire um, in in the face of um, competing tensions, yeah, you know, yeah. could have could have been a way out here. Totally. And I mean, I think also we've all got to consider the the resources put into recruiting. Again, we talked about it a bit earlier, the cost, but also the energy, you know, that whole, I'll jump to my, I'll jump to the, I actually just need someone in the position, you know. Um, mm. And so, so, and yet when we look a year down the track, so much has gone into, uh, you know, getting that person on boarding. So, and we're back to square one. So, look, it might take another month or three, who knows, but, you yep. know, it's definitely worth considering, um, yeah, slowing the process down, as you said. Yeah, totally. And getting, it, and, getting it right. Yeah, and are there other ways to adjust our recruitment process, you know, and our onboarding process? And, yes. you know, it, it's kind of, you know, I, I can understand that fear, you know, of like it's kind of like an all or nothing, isn't it? Like, oh, my God, yeah. is this person the right person? And then we put them into the system you know, are there other ways of doing that, you know, that yeah. where it takes away the pressure and performance pressure and, and gives the space and, like, the freedom to find, you know, get to everyone to get to know each other under, you know, under the real, you know, kind of, um, you know, I was about to say performance pressures, you know, like yeah, um, in, in totally. the real culture that allows us to learn from each other, to grow, to make mistakes and then see, you know, in a couple of months' time, is this a fit? You know, it reminds me yep. of, you know, the Zappos, you know, the Zappos experiences, right? You know, we're totally used to, you know, I think it's well written in some of his materials, you know, I think it was like he would pay people, like offer people to leave. Like mm. if this wasn't the right business for you, hey, you know, here's, here's an incentive to go because Absolutely. culture and fit and success was so important. Absolutely. You know? so, yeah. yeah. So I think yeah. we've got a, got a few ideas there. Yeah, Definitely. some options there. 
Awesome. I hope that helps people. And as always, life's too short to waste time on bad work stories at work. Yeah, well, we want we want to reduce that time that you're worrying about them. So again, you know, like if you if you want to chat about um, you know what's going on in your recruitment piece and how to you know your onboarding or all of this stuff, and particularly how to how to like process and and honor you know different intelligences that we have, you know. So um, and one of the big ones is intuition. All right. Mm. So thanks, Sam. Thank See you all next time. You. Thanks for listening to Bad Work Stories Made Good with Emma and Karina. We hope you enjoyed this episode and that the perspectives we had shared stimulate your thinking and are a catalyst for your own reflections and actions. If you have a bad work story you would like to share, get in touch at help at badworkstoriesmadegood.com. And if you enjoyed or have some feedback, please leave a review. We appreciate it.